Welcome to Pennsylvania in Focus. I'm Kristen Smith, Pennsylvania editor for the Center Square. Joining me today is the Center Square's Pennsylvania reporter, Anthony Hannon. It's tax credits galore in the legislature this week. House Democrats advanced a number of programs to create credits for teachers, police officers, nurses. There's a first ever earned income tax proposed for the state, an expansion of the newer child tax credit program that we have. And of course, Shapiro's apparent number one priority, which is expanding the property tax and rent rebate program. And so for those keeping track, the cost of all these credits in the current form could could be as much as $2 billion over the next four years. And Democrats say it's necessary for economic growth, and it's high time that Republicans give breaks to residents over corporations. Republicans say it's simply an unsustainable reoccurring expense that picks winners and losers, and in some cases with little to show for. So Anthony, start us off with the career-based tax credits. Yeah, so uh, these tax credits are wrapped up within House Bill 1249. And the goal here is kind of twofold. One is to address staffing shortages, and the other is just essentially trying to keep people in the state rather than going elsewhere for work. So these tax credits would last for three years and they would be a $2,500 tax credit for anyone who's a nurse, a teacher, or a police officer. These are three of the major occupations in the Commonwealth where we've seen a lot of shortages or a lot of staffing issues popping up, either rural Pennsylvania or um, urban Pennsylvania. So this idea is coming from, uh, so like represent Brian Monroe, who's out of uh, Warminster. It's not going to solve the issue, obviously, overnight, but it certainly is acknowledging the shortages and they do think it's going to help and they're desperate for any help that we can offer. So, you know, this is, this is not something where they just think, you know, we pass this and we're all set. Uh, but Democrats are arguing for this as a way to at least stanch the bleeding and kind of help avoid making the problem worse. Republicans have been more negative on this simply because when we're looking at the impact of the tax credit overall, um, it would be about $225 million until uh, this tax credit would sunset at the end of 2027. And so they're, they're arguing that this bill, along with others, essentially adds more burden onto the state budget um, while undermining some of the tax collection going on. So um, Jack Rader, who's out of uh, effort in eastern Pennsylvania, says, uh, standing on its own normally, I would be for this bill, but it isn't standing on its own. It's standing with three or four other bills just in this committee that are going to impact our budget. Jonathan Fritz, who's uh, out of uh, Honesdale, argued that he's entirely pro-police, pro-educator, and pro-healthcare worker, but I view tax credits as being necessary only when it's a competitive response. Um, and no other state has uh, proposed this tax credit. So, so you know, there, there, there's some opposition within the House Finance Committee, though the bill advanced through the committee anyway. But yeah, th- th- this is one of those back and forth things of Democrats trying to tinker in one way and Republicans opposing it in another. So yeah, I, I think overall, when we're looking at this, it, it's a $2,500 yearly tax credit, which I'm sure you know anyone would appreciate to have. But when we are looking at those kind of macro bigger issues, um, I, I don't think it'll have a major effect. But there, there is definitely a fiscal impact, both for people who would receive it and on the uh, state budget. So we'll see how that ends up advancing. Representative Rader, as you mentioned, became kind of a spokesperson for the Republican point of view on these bills in the House Finance Committee earlier this week. He had a quote when describing the new proposal for an earned income tax credit. He said, this year, yes, I agree. Probably we can spend pretty much whatever we want, but these programs don't go away in future years and we have to cover these expenses. And I'm looking down the line and I'm concerned about what kind of hole this puts us in and how we would get out of the hole. Again, a lot of these tax credits on their face and individually 
are something that could get broad support, including the EITC proposal. So for those who don't know, uh, Pennsylvania is actually one of the few states in the region that doesn't offer a state earned income tax credit. And so this bill would create one that is worth 25% of the amount you get from the federal tax credit. And so about 1 million residents already claim this tax credit federally, and they receive an average amount of just under $1,900. The way the math works out here, it seems that it would roughly work out to $450 per family um, and cost roughly $233 million in its first year alone. And, you know, supporters of this credit say it's supporting workers who do everything right and often just live one car repair away from financial ruin. And it also ties into the next tax credit that's really directed at families and workers, which would be an expansion of our child care tax credit. We just implemented this last year. And it works by obviously income level and number of children. The way that it is paid out is that it is worth up to 30% of the tax credit that you you know get from the federal government, which is 30% at most of the amount that you claim in child care expenses. So usually that works out from anywhere between 180 to roughly $600. And so it's not a lot when you consider that the average child care cost for one kid in Pennsylvania is $15,000 a year. So, you know, it's minuscule in in comparison, but it's something. And so this new bill would make the credit equal to 50% of the actual cost that you actually claim. So, I mean, theoretically, if you claimed $15,000 in cost, the tax credit should be worth $7,500. And so... That is a much bigger figure, a much larger cost that obviously Republicans, particularly in the Senate, um, are likely to reject. But what's interesting here and uh, everyone should keep an eye on is that one of the first words out of Kim Ward's mouth, who is the president of the Senate and the highest ranking Republican is when she came off the floor after Shapiro had proposed expanding the tax credit, though he didn't really give details, she said that that was one of the top areas that they agree on. So it looks like there's going to be some kind of movement on this child care tax credit. Will it be as generous as what's proposed here? Probably not. But if they had to pick among these tax credits, I think child care tax credit is right up there as far as priorities. And then finally, which we reported on a ton, is the property tax and rent rebate expansion. It's worth reviewing again because there is likely a deal coming on this. Again, it won't be as generous as what Shapiro wants. And the biggest complications here are the fact that Shapiro wants to tie it to inflation, which means the cost would be ever rising and really add to that structural deficit that Republicans are so worried about. And they're also worried that this proposal, while it benefits seniors and disabled residents because they're the primary beneficiaries of this, this program, it doesn't help you know, property owners in general. It's not part of broader tax relief. And they Republicans want to see it, the the number shifted a little bit so that they can also give some more relief to property tax owners because the economy is tough on everyone. It's not just, you know, people in the the property tax and rent rebate program. As it is, if they would expand it to the level of what Shapiro wants, it would apply to 175,000 more people. A lot of people use this money for essentials and considering how much costs for medical care and everything else has gone up. There's really broad agreement that something needs to be done, but to the level that Shapiro wants, you know, unlikely here. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Anthony Hennon, this is Kristen Smith. Please subscribe and thanks for listening. 